G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. So good to have Liz Tabish with us from The Chosen. How are you going? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Really good to have you with us. Of course, you played the part of Mary Magdalene on The Chosen. And I've got to say, I mean, obviously, you are one of the first characters that we see right back at you know, Series 1, Episode 1. But it has had such an impact to me. It's one of those episodes that I just have never been able to forget. It's uh, quite a, an impacting and powerful uh, scene. And obviously, you know, gives us a real you know, insight into what might have happened in, in, in Mary's life. What was it like for you to to play that part? And I guess to be one of the first people that we ever get to see on The Chosen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was very excited the first time I read the script for the audition. Of I was thrilled to to see a wonderfully written female character that was really sort of psychologically complex and uh, has this emotional depth. And um, I was very excited as an actor just just to be able to to play this. And then you know. On a personal note, I was I was sort of in shock that I was getting to play this historical figure that me- meant so much to me and means so much to so many people around the world, and um, and the way they wrote her was so real and raw and honest, and um, and it was just all very surprising, mm. you know. Of, um, when I first read the character name, it was Mary Magdalene slash Lilith. I thought, what is this? <laughs> And and seeing her story unfold um, was just, you know, when I was reading it, I was just so moved um, just from reading it on the page that I, I knew there was something really special about these mm. writers and also this project that, that, that these stories that we are so familiar with are going to be told in a way that can really reach our hearts. And yeah. that was very exciting. That's so cool. And I mean, obviously, you know, at the time, The Chosen hadn't come out yet. So like you wouldn't have really understood much about, you know, what was involved. Like, were you just sent the script? How did you actually come to even be auditioning for the part? I was actually uh, trying to quit acting. I was I was <laughs> working a lot in commercials in, in Texas. And um, I told my agent to stop submitting me. I was going to pivot into a different career path. And I was broke living with my mom. I was like, I got to get practical <laughs> and, and find a way to like pay rent somewhere. Um, so I was really expecting uh, to, to, to have a totally different life. And then this, he submitted me for this role anyway. And, and I read it and I was, it, it, I connected so deeply to mm. the Lilith portion of it. I was in a state of depression and, and I felt like she was written for me, it was so specific and so personal. And, um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, it was four episodes, uh, filming in the middle of Texas crowdfunded and all of that sounded kind of familiar. I was like, I really hope this is good, but I'm not going to get my mm. expectations too, yeah. too high. Um, and you know, I thought it was going to be a set sort of put together and kind of shoddy costumes yeah. or, you know, you, you just don't expect. <laughs> Maybe you have to was. sew your own costumes or something like that. <laughs> right? 
Um, and so, yeah, so it, all of it was just like little, little pieces of information here and there. Where I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. <laughs> you know, mm. the other actors and Jonathan playing Jesus. Okay, this is actually going to be great. Yeah. And then the final, you know, uh, edited versions of the first four episodes. I thought this is this is definitely going to yeah, catch on it. That's great. And I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, obviously, you know, some of the records that have been broken, like it was the biggest crowdfunded uh, project ever, uh, even just the, the recent uh, cinema um, episodes for the first two uh, episodes of season three, you know, broke records, you know, 14-odd million dollars uh, in the box office. So it's been quite amazing to watch that side of it. But I guess, as you say, I mean, the the – uh, humanity that it brings, I think, to some of those characters is just amazing. Like, I mean, obviously your character, I, I like, I love the scene where you've sort of come back to Jesus and he says, I forgive you. Like, that was quite amazing. I mean, you know, obviously every Christian around the world has had Jesus forgive them, but you've kind of had it happen in reality. You know what I mean? Like, what was it like to that, that scene? I mean, that must have been quite impactful for you on a personal level as much as it was as an actor. It was very, I was very nervous to do that scene because I knew it needed to be real. And in order to make that scene real, it required getting really vulnerable. And there's like no phoning that in, you know, there's no faking that. And so I was just nervous. And um, and then when, it, when we started rolling and just, it was the, the way it's written, lends itself to to just open up your heart and mm. the other actors Vanessa was there and Jonathan like they just they were so present and so loving and you know it was so easy to to just like let this the scene unfold and be moved by it and um and I think once I stopped thinking about making it right making mm. do, doing this right um I was able to just do the scene and um and have faith in it and have some, you know, this sort of sense of faith and just surrender to it. And, um, and that was, a, I have to say that it was actually a turning point for me in the way, the method in which I act now. Mm. Um, up until that point, I thought I have to really like, <laughs> drag myself through the mud in order, order to get to an emotional state. And that was uh, that and the other scene with um, Matthew and Simon, where they come and get me where I'm drunk. Those two scenes were turning points of I don't have to beat myself up in order to mm. get to these emotional states. All I have to do is be present and and be with the other actors and have faith in the way this is written and why this is written um, and 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 let it go and surrender. And so since then, my I think my method is has changed and it's become more fun yeah. <laughs> and less stressful to to um to get to these emotional states. That's now. great. That's so good to hear. And how has it changed you personally? Because I mean obviously you're you know wrestling with some of these big issues and uh, you know that particular um episode, you know, where you had sort of, you know, um wandered away or you know felt like you weren't worthy, all those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. I mean obviously you are acting a part, but what is it happening to you you know, emotionally and internally and even spiritually as you sort of deal with some of these concepts? There have been some really funny parallels in the way that Mary has been written that I've had in my own life that like I myself don't think I'm worthy of playing Mary Magdalene. I, I can't believe that I am. Um, I can't believe that I'm that I get to do this thing that I love and play this character that I just adore. Um, 
And, you know, it's, it's every time I have this doubt of like imposter syndrome, like I'm not good mm. enough or something like, uh, it's in the script where Mary's saying the same thing, you know, and, and there are answers for Mary through her friends or through Jesus of like, you're loved and you belong here. And so there's just been this parallel where like, I get, I feel like I'm, I get to hear these things myself as well. Mm. I, I, to, to be able to be there and be told you're loved, you're forgiven, you belong here. Um, it's pretty powerful. And, and, um, and builds a sort of, you know, joy and I think confidence and peace. Yeah, that's wonderful. You mentioned that yeah. you were trying to quit acting, <laughs> which is a bit of a bizarre thing. I mean, this has kind of like been a second life for you. If you had quit acting, what would you have done? Like, I mean, did you have, you know, an idea um, of what you were going to try to pursue uh, outside of acting? Yeah, at that time I was teaching some acting classes, um, which was – you know, not a not a bad job, but definitely not the thing I loved to do. Um, and then I was also making uh, short films, which I don't know how to make money. <laughs> I probably would have had to quit that, but I was editing them, and I knew that editing was a skill that I could probably use to to make okay. a living. Yeah. Um. So I was planning on editing, which you know is very time consuming and started hurting my eyes and neck and shoulders and everything. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. So it wasn't going to be, you know, worst case scenario. But it, it, it would have been, I think, jobs uh, sort of surrounding the the career that I mm. genuinely love, yep. you know. And um, I'm so grateful that I get to do what I really love. Mm. That's so good. Uh, because of this show, yeah. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been a departure from – yeah, you know, the industry, I guess, but certainly, yeah, probably not. away from being in front of the screen. So, yeah, so interesting that, I mean, obviously you've had this sort of second chance in a way, but it has renewed your love for acting. You know, do you sort of see um, that it's uh, the, the work you're doing on The Chosen, is it kind of defining you or do you feel like you could still do other, you know, roles, you know, more modern stuff or what have you, um, you know, and sort of grow and learn and, and move on from what you're doing here? I, I don't know Yeah, I mean, I... I I love this character so much <laughs> that I'm really like, um, I'm very fulfilled doing this right now. Um, I do have a few other projects that I'm working on that um, that are really meaningful to me and really uh, powerful and and um, uh, yeah, purposeful that I'm excited about doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, after the chosen, I, I don't know what I'll end up doing. I I'm realizing I really love um, working on a TV show where you get to live with a character for mm. an extended period of time. I'm really enjoying this uh, process of of growth along with a character. It's been very special. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't feel like I've been limited because of the show. Um, but it also keeps me busy enough to not really <laughs> be like seeking work yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, which is quite nice. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, and I guess obviously you're end of season three now, but there's still, as I understand it, another you know several episodes, several seasons to go. So it's not like it's going to wrap up yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's great. Well, look, we appreciate you sharing a bit of your uh, story and your life with us today, and we do wish you all the best for you know, the balance of what is to come with the chosen and whatever you know, your uh, career uh, opens up for you along the way. So uh, Thank you. 
appreciate your time. And uh, yes, yeah, so obviously the uh, the last two episodes are in cinemas again. So uh, it's exciting to be able to go back and watch it on the big screen. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. They're very epic scenes. They're going to be amazing on the big screen. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.